This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who wrote the pine. I am your host, Eric, and today's game, we will be hitting the Benchwarmer team of Scott and Josh versus Benchwarmer Dan and returning guest, Joe. Welcome back, Joe. Um, why don't you take a minute, remind us who you are and any fun facts you want to let us know since uh, last time you were on. Uh, well, thanks, guys. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say is thank you. Thank you for having me on today, and uh, thank you for doing what you guys do. Um, you know, it's been a great source of it. I've listened to every episode. Uh, love the podcast. Um, my name is Joe. I live in Northern California. Uh, I'm a born and raised Bostonian, though, so I'm a fan of all things Boston. Um, and as far as what's going on in the world with me, I, uh, I signed my kids up for Little League uh, a couple days ago, which I'm very excited about. We were a big Little League family uh, pre-2020. And my oldest child is in his last year of Little League eligibility, and he was excited to play, which made me happy. So we've had the chance a uh, couple times over the last few weeks to throw the ball around and start getting serious about baseball, which is awesome. Nice. And this little league, not just for me yeah. just in general. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, it's a great time. As long as you don't get parents that are uh, a little over their skis, which does happen sometimes more often than not. I've noticed. <laughs> and Dan, uh, how you doing? And when you're all done there, uh, let's know what your team's name is going to be. We just registered my daughter for, high school, her first classes in high school yesterday. That uh, popped about 15 more gray hairs on my head. And then after we did that, I realized that my son is also leaving elementary school next year. So he's going to be going into the middle school. So uh, another 30, 40, 50 gray hairs there. Um, I don't know where all this time went. I don't know. I blinked or something and uh, they're both big now. So um, anyway, we're, uh, Joe's a big uh, Boston fan. I'm a Minnesota fan. As it's 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 been documented on the show. Apparently, I, I wasn't <laughs> much wasn't sure if anyone knew that or not. I uh, might be breaking news there, but um, and uh, over the years there have been many many athletes who have left Minnesota for Boston. Uh, David Ortiz, uh, Kevin Garnett, um, Doug Doug McCavich, uh, uh, Manny Fernandez, um, Randy Moss, to name a few. So. Um, there's, there's this road between uh, Minnesota and Boston, but it's a one-way road. So we're going to call it one-way ticket to Beantown. Let's, let me write that down. Dan likes Minnesota. All right. <laughs> it, All right. it might come up. Okay. Hey, Dan, our children are in the exact same grades. I have one going into high school and one going into middle school next year as well. Wow. I, I'm not old enough to have that. I don't know how that happened. I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> And Josh and Scott, uh, let us know how you guys are doing and what your team name is going to be. Oh, well, I'll go first. And, and Scott will let you know what her team name is. Um, I need to take a minute. Now, I'm sad from what Dan was talking about because uh, I know it'll be a shock to everybody uh, listening that I am also a fan of Minnesota sports teams, if anybody's maybe heard that once or twice. Um, I, I tried to convince Scott that our team name should be Not Enough Minnesota, but he, he wouldn't go for it. <laughs> I vetoed it. <laughs> so yeah uh otherwise yeah things are good 
Um, I just want to put out here, Dan, that it for some people, it's nice to even be able to develop gray hairs. Not everyone has that luxury. So just keep that in mind next time you're, you're looking at them. You, the fact that you can run your fingers through gray hair is, is more than what some people can do. So there's that. Um, I didn't sign up for Little League or, or high school or anything like that. I'm still just playing kickball. We got indoor season ends and outdoor season starts in a few weeks here. That makes you sound like seven years old, Scott. <laughs> well, I, I yeah, I signed up for kickball, softball starting again soon. I'm getting excited for hopefully some nicer weather and some outdoor sports uh, that I can play because that's pretty much all I do besides this. And this makes me uh, gain weight because all I do is stress eat when I don't know the answers. So it's nice to try to work that off. But uh, oh, so real quick before we go, Scott, I, we, everybody wants to know the update on Meg's injury. How, how is I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Um, as of last week, she said she would be playing again tomorrow. So I think she's back and fully recovered. I don't really care. I mean, I hope she's doing well, but I prefer like maybe she heals and is like, you know what? There's only a few games left. Let me base coach. Like I'd be fine with that. So Scott, one little kick to the front of the shins. Nobody will notice. That's true. Last a while. That's funny. I, I ran into her at the vending machine and, and I really wanted to, to Tanya Harding her, but I didn't. So. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Um, Josh and I, our team name is going to be, uh, since we recently, it was brought to our attention that the, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves have the worst percentage of any NBA franchise. Uh, and Josh and I, our percentage together when we're not facing Eric, isn't great. So, uh, our team name is going to be the T wolves of trivia. Isn't it (laughs) all the big four? They're just the worst winning percentage of any current big four sports team. So yay, Timberwolves. Proud of them. Listen, anything worth doing is worth doing right. All right. Hey, you got to be good at something. Yeah. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. So tailgate is going to be who drafted me. Very simple concept. I'll give you a player. You just tell me who they were drafted by. So question one, the player, LaMarcus Aldridge. We will go ahead and check in. And I forgot the team names already. So the T-Wolves of Trivia have checked in. One-way ticket to Beantown. Talk about Dan, I, I, I didn't know he wasn't drafted by the Blazers, but it seems like it would be too easy if that were the answer. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm obviously thinking that they, that's not the answer, but I can't remember who it was. He, was. he came out of Texas, right? Yes. Okay. He was a high pick. He was a really high pick. He was. Like two or three. Oh, was he that high? Yeah. Uh... Who would have been really bad in the, in the mid to late aughts? Toronto, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> it wasn't Minnesota. Golden State. Who else was bad at that time? The Knicks. 
I don't think he, he didn't go to the Knicks. I know he didn't go to the Knicks. Um, I don't remember Toronto having high picks around that time. Well, they're the ones who drafted. When was Andrea Bargnani? Oh man, that was earlier than 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 what we're looking for. Yes. Uh, no, that was that year actually. That was that year. So Toronto's out because they picked him. Uh, what year was Brandon Roy? Wasn't he 06, 05? 06. No, that was he was that year. He was that year too. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. He was all six. Aldridge and Roy were the same year. Yeah, yeah. And so was um um uh porn stash guy uh, Adam Morrison was uh, was in that one. <laughs> okay, so that takes out the Hornets, the Raptors, and the Blazers. They cannot have picked Aldridge unless they had two picks in the top whatever, but I doubt that. Well, Minnesota drafted drafted Roy. Oh, that's right. Um, and uh, Charlotte drafted Morrison. And then Foy was in that draft too, because Foy was traded for Roy. Randy Foy was drafted by the Celtics. Okay, so it wasn't that. This is the tailgate. Let's just pick a pick a bad team. The Washington Wizards. Go with the Wizards. Fine, we'll go with the Wizards. Done. And the T Wolves of trivia. Your answer, please. So not the Wizards. Uh, I, I'm not positive on this, but I have a vague recollection of him possibly being involved in a trade for Tyrus Thomas. Um, so we checked in with the Chicago Bulls. All right. And one team getting their points. LaMarcus Aldridge was drafted number two overall and then immediately traded to Portland, who we had with the fourth pick drafted Tyrus Thomas, um, who was then sent to the Chicago Bulls, who drafted LaMarcus Aldridge. Question number two. I want to know who drafted Cornelius Bennett. Not Cornelius Lundberg. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cornelius Lundberg. Yeah, we'll check that in then. All right, one way ticket to Beantown has checked in. T Wolves of Trivia, talk it out. Not much to say. No, like I said to Scott, I can't think of him as anything other than a Bill early on in his career. But, you know, if this is anything like the first question, it's something happened that he didn't, you know, got drafted by somebody, got traded, or got or held out or refused to play. Right. And I have no recollection of this. This would have been my, probably my early teenage years where I was not paying attention to the draft yet. So I, I don't have any recollection if there's anything wonky with it, or if he just got drafted by the bills, we can so. either go bills or we can throw out a team that maybe I'm assuming he was a relatively high draft pick. Most likely. I would think so. Try to throw out a team that picked early a lot around them, like the Colts or or we throw out a team that trades a lot, like the Rams, or we just go with the Bills. I'm gonna let you decide what you if you want. If you're feeling good with any of the other ones you just I'm said, <laughs> I got I got nothing. Uh, you know what? Let's just at least name a team he played for, right? So we should just check in with the Bills. All right, we'll uh, we'll check in with the Buffalo Bills. Okay, and when we take the bean time, what was your answer? Something triggered in my head. When I started thinking about it, that was the 87 draft. That was the, he was taken right after uh, Vinny Testaverde, but I couldn't quite pick out where he went. Something triggered in my head that he ended his career with the team that drafted him. And that was the Colts. <laughs> One team getting their points. He did end his career at the same location that drafted him. He was drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. 
second overall in 87 and just the Colts could not sign him for whatever reason. I didn't look up the details of it because it was probably just more the Colts sucked and he probably didn't want to go there. Hey, we mentioned the right answer, Josh. Okay, so we're on to the third and final question of the tailgate. Question number three, who drafted Eric Lindros? We can check in. One way to check the Beantown is checked in. T-Wolves of Trivia, talk it out. So I remember talking about this, right, on a recent episode. The discussion was about the huge trade, like what was given up for him. Yeah. And I, for some reason in my head, popped the Canadians. I can't recall more of that discussion. It's a Canadian team. Okay. I don't know if I can get my brain off of Canadians. Uh, should we just go Canadians? I can't. Like, I, my brain can't lock into anything else. So. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll check in with the Montreal Canadiens. Hey, and one way to take it to Beantown, what was your answer? Uh, so I typed New York immediately to Dan and then realized as I hit return that that's not right. Dan had it, and as soon as he typed it, I knew it was the correct answer. It is, in fact, the Quebec Nordiques. Um, the main player, really, that came back in this trade to Quebec – or the avalanche, if you will, um, was Peter Forsberg. Sixth overall pick in 1991 for the first overall pick in 1991. Um, it's, it is compared to as basically the, oh, sorry, Dan, the Herschel Walker trade of the NHL. Um, they basically built the championship roster with that trade. It was another situation where the player said, I'm not going there before the draft even started. He said, I'm not going to play there. And they said, you know what? You're going to have no choice. We're going to take you. And then they traded him for a, a king's ransom. So so after the tailgate, um, Josh and Scott, the T-Wolves of Trivia, had a lead for a minute and then immediately lost it. Um, but we have T-Wolves of Trivia with 10 and one-way ticket to Beantown, 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be, um, I did it once, I'm going to do it again, Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. First quarter, question one, Sporting Haikus. Check. Played 24, mullet with long curly locks, one Art Ross five times. I'm good with it, Josh. All right. We'll check in. T-Wheels of Trivia have checked in. When we take it to Beantown, you guys can discuss. So, Dan, the Art Ross, I always forget which ones are which. The Art Ross is the MVP for the season, the regular season MVP. Um. Yeah. I mean, the only check player no it, it's it's yager it's it's absolutely yager it has to be yager yeah it's definitely it's definitely yarmu yager all right i'm overthinking it let's check in with yager okay and t wolves of trivia when you talk about uh mullet with long curly locks even without the check part or the art ross um it has to be yarmu yager so we also checked in with yarmu yager all 
right. Both teams getting their points. And even though you guys had the small part of information wrong, Dan. Yeah, I, I realized I had the Art Ross wrong. It's the uh, it's the points leader, not the uh, MVP. Um, Yager did win one MVP in 98-99, but both teams get their points because the correct answer is Yarmir Yager. Question two in this hockey-heavy episode. Two-time Master Champ, highest rank two in 15. Real name is Jerry. We're checked in. Town has checked in. Keywolves of Trivia, talk it out. Two-time Master Champ. High, so highest ranked two and 15. Oh, you know what? Is this uh, Bubba Watson? Oh, that would make sense. I mean, I got to imagine Bubba's not his given name. That would make sense. Jerry, Gerald. Um, and highest ranked two and 15, you know, it's going to be someone that's been relevant recently. Right. And I think he won the 14 Masters. So I think, you know, he was pretty... He was pretty hot leading kind of into that time frame. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially with the Bubba thing. Yeah, yeah. Should we go with that? Let's do it. All right, we're gonna check in with uh, Bubba Watson. Okay, and one way ticket to Beantown. What did you guys go with? Uh, almost the exact same line of thinking that Josh just laid out. Uh, because his name is Bubba, that can't be his birth name, I would imagine. And I knew he was. He'd won a couple of majors, but he wasn't uh, ever like a dominant number one player. So we also said Bubba Watson. Okay, the correct answer. Jerry Lester Watson Jr., better known as Bubba Watson. Both teams getting their points. Question number three. No gold for this great. Two-time fighter of the year. Still has yet to lose. We're going to check in. Okay, T-Wolves of Trivia checking in. One way ticket to Beantown. You guys can talk out loud. See, I think we got to go from the other end. I think we got to go from the still is yet to lose. Oh, who? Mayweather. Oh, is Mayweather Mayweather's undefeated? Yeah, he's 50 and 0. And I think he boxed in Atlanta. I think. If listen, if if Mayweather is still undefeated because it says still has yet to lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's an active fighter. Yeah, that's why Roy Jones was the first thing that came to our heads. Uh, but he was famously, yeah, he was famously screwed out of a gold medal in uh, Seoul. But the rest of it, the still has yet to lose, doesn't fit him. So no. why don't we check in with Mayweather? Yeah, let's go with let's go with Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Okay, and T Wolves of trivia. Where'd you guys go with? Yeah, once again, uh, the logic seemed to be the same. Just came at it from the angle of someone who hasn't lost but is still active. So we also checked in with Floyd Mayweather. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer, Floyd Mayweather Jr., who is, like Dan said, 50-0 and and won a bronze medal in 96 in Atlanta. Question four. Dolphin Argonaut. Super beta prostate ad. Broke by 56. We're checked in. Teals of trivia have checked in. Uh, when we take it to Beantown, you guys can discuss. Super beta prostate ad is an awesome line for any poem of any kind. Uh, a dolphin who played in Toronto and I'm assuming broke by 56 means financially and not like a Joe Theismann thing where Lawrence Taylor broke him. Well, that happened well before he was 56. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Not broken by number 56. Broke 
broke financially at the age of 50. Oh, you know what? Actually. <laughs> did I stumble into something here? Did he do a super beta prostate ad? He never played for the Dolphins. Never mind. Yeah, he, he seems he totally did. You know what? Wait a minute. He did. Um, he did the prostate ad about going to the bathroom in the middle of the game. Uh, like when you have to go a lot, he totally did. He did one of those ads. I don't know if it was super beta prostate, but. Well, he didn't play for the dolphins. <laughs> dolphin, dolphin Argonaut. Um, Holy moly. He was broke. All right. So broke by 56 totally fits super beta prostate. The more I'm thinking about it, I'm sure Theismann was on. That was the product. I can remember the advertisement about a guy having to go to the bathroom and missing a big play in the game or something. I, you're right. I, I can too. I, I, it just, did he play anywhere outside of Washington? I don't. Was this a situation where he was drafted by a team he didn't want to go to and went to the CFL? I mean, totally could be. I don't really know. I mean, we started this game with people who got drafted by teams that you wouldn't have expected them to be drafted by. Broke by 56. That has got to be him though, right? I mean, it makes sense. I let's go with it. Let's just go with it. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. But it, it, the last two lines, really the middle line and the last line really seem to fit him. Yeah. And I can't say for sure who else he played. The only two teams I know him for are Notre Dame and Washington, but that certainly doesn't mean he, he certainly could have played for other teams as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go. We'll go with Joe Theismann. Okay. And he wolves a trivia. What did you guys go with? Uh, I made a, I may have prematurely jumped the gun here, but there's only one person that I could think of that played for both the Miami Dolphins and the Toronto Argonauts. And he would also do a prostate ad, probably. Um, but he's not 56 years old, so I'm hoping that broke by 56 does mean something else, like he got crushed by a linebacker or something. Uh, checked in with Ricky Williams. So in the fourth round... This player was drafted by the Miami Dolphins. No, it's not Ricky Williams. In 1971, after contract negotiations stalled, he went to Toronto and then signed with the Redskins after they obtained his rights from the Dolphins. The correct answer, Joe Theismann. Way to walk into that one, Joe. Good, yeah. good job. <laughs> I thought you were walking out of it, and then somebody stopped you for a second. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I was, I was saying it's not this, right? And it turned out that's exactly what it was. Question number five, submitted by um, a pregnant lady right above me. Gold in 84, co-founder, Stars on Ice, now commentator. We're checked in. Only ticket the beat down is checked in. Um, you guys can talk about it. Uh, he's one of the few skaters I know from that era, Josh, so I'm completely fine with Scott Hamilton. And I, and I just wrote that uh, five on five about the last five oh, yep. uh, men's U.S. men's to win uh, medals, and yeah, he was the 84 gold. I do remember that, and he had a sick backflip, so we can check that in. All right, we're going to check in with Scott Hamilton. One-way ticket to Beantown, your answer. Uh, I just, as soon as it was over, I said Scott Hamilton, I think. Dan agreed. We didn't think about it any further. We checked in with Scott Hamilton. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is the bald skaters, Scott Hamilton. So after today's first quarter, we have a score of Chi Wolves of Trivia with 90 and one-way ticket to Beantown, 120. Bringing us to today's second quarter, pre and post game. 
pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one. Vikings quarterback for seven years, finishing his career with the Lions and was a linebacker who won two Super Bowls in the, with the Giants and won three more Super Bowls as a coach for the Patriots. Yeah. Check in. I, I like it. Let me take the Beantown has checked in. T-Wolves of Trivia talk. Dante Culpepper and his career with the Lions? I think he did. Did he? Okay. But is there a linebacker whose whose first name was Pepper? It could just be Er, like Ernie or Oh, oh yeah. Pepper. Or Per Percy. So it's two with the Giants, three with the Super Bowls lead me to believe he beat the Patriots probably. What or his two? Two with the Giants. With the Giants and won three more Super Bowls as a coach for the Patriots. So is this recent where it was the two Giants teams that beat the Patriots, and then did he go coach the Patriots for their next three? Maybe. Or is it two with the Giants, Phil Simms, and then became a coach and won maybe early with the Patriots? If that's the case, I'm no help because I'm not going to know Giants linebackers from the late 80s, early 90s, besides – the obvious yeah uh, why am i thinking that there's there's a linebacker who is either he must have went by pepper or his name is pepper okay that's that's the only thing that's jumping out at me but right pepper washington pepper armstrong pepper these are cool names pepper davis (sighs) pepper johnson Pepper Ann. Do anyone anyone know Pepper Ann the cartoon? You guys, are probably, too, you guys are probably too old for that. Pepper Pig. Pepper Potts. No, you said Pepper Johnson. Pepper that Johnson. Sounds familiar. I, I don't know why that sounds familiar. It's not like, ooh, that but Yeah. And whether that's just because of Lucky Johnson's, I don't know. But for some reason, Pepper Johnson is sort of that when you said it, it rings a bell. Sure. Kind of a vague bell. I got nothing better other than that sounded like something I've maybe heard yeah. before. And if you're you're pretty positive that Cole Pepper ended with the Lions, uh, he I, absolutely I did. He went okay. It was Vikings, the Dolphins, Dolphins, Raiders, Lions. Okay, because I fact, thought there was, was there was just a thing on on Facebook that had all like all highlights from Cole Pepper and it got gotcha. okay. the Lions. Because I thought it was this was going to be Sean Hill, so I'm glad to know that it's not. So. Uh, so, I'm Dante Culpepper Johnson because right. I don't know that we'll come up with a better last name that rings a vague bell. Yeah, that like I said, when you said it, it just was like, oh, I think I've heard something that. But so we're gonna check in with Dante Culpepper Johnson. Ticket to Beantown. What did you guys come up with? From the uh, Seinfeld episode, the Diplomats Club. George says, uh, "Hey Kramer, who does that look like?" Kramer says, I don't know. He says, come on, it's not salt, but ah, what, Pepper Johnson? Yeah, it's Dante Culpepper Johnson. 
Whoever's editing this quarter, please put in the backup noise. I don't know if that's a backup. We though. didn't really back into that it. That is that is what I. Well, this is why they get mad at me when I talk too much because sometimes I take a first name and I try to fit last names that fit right with the first name, and sometimes it works. Yeah. All that, that happens all, a lot. That's fine. All credit to you guys. You got it. But at one point, Pepper Armstrong was thrown out there, so mm-hmm. we, were, we were sitting. It was a circle. That sounds like, Pepper like Davis. a name too. Pepper Davis. Sometimes this is how Scott and I work. We just kind of throw things, and eventually, one somebody goes, "Oh!" And like I said, I I've heard it before, right? Obviously, that was so. fantastically done. Well done, guys. It, I wouldn't have gotten there if I didn't have Cole Pepper initially, right? Uh, we don't even know if that's the right answer. So hold oh, on, guys. Seriously, if they got it, the same thing. It's the right answer. The correct answer is Sean Hillary Scott. <laughs> Eric Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, no, the correct answer is Dante Culpepper Johnson. Both teams getting their points. Yada, yada, yada. You say Hillary See. Scott, the lead singer yeah. of Lady A? Yes. Is that who that is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I make it. That's a country band, right? Yes. Okay. So I make jokes all the time because I hate, I do not like country music. Neither like, do they just, I. They just take two first names and put them together. And I randomly try to make up country songs or artists and Google them, and I'm right 80% of the time. <laughs> On to question number two. Linebacker whose draft stock was hurt by either a poor national championship game or his girlfriend and was a pitcher for the Yankees winning the World Series four times. Let's check in. Okay. One-way ticket to Beantown's checked in. T-Wolves of Trivia, what are you thinking? Josh, I'm starting to think that's not right because I think he only won three. Because he would have been there 98, 99, and 2000, and they didn't win again until 09. Because um, he wouldn't have been there in 96. They hadn't gotten him yet. We're talking about El Duque Orlando Hernandez for the listeners <laughs> to go with Manti Teo because that's so, obviously. So it doesn't say that he won all four. Oh, you're right. Okay. I mean, it says pitcher for the Yankees winning the World Series four times. So he could have won a fourth with a different team. Yeah, no, he definitely could have. I mean, initially the way I interpreted it was four with the Yankees, but. Right. I I don't know who else would even get close to fitting it with the O. Yeah. We know obvious. This is one of the most obvious answers of all time on this game. Um, I, I I don't think there's going to be another one we're going to stumble. I think let's go with it. And if we're wrong, you can't feel too bad about it. I mean, he's got at least three. Could yeah, easily he have played, a fourth. Did he play for the White Sox in 05 maybe? I don't know. Uh, we're going we're gonna to check in with Manti Tay Orlando El Duque Hernandez. One-way ticket to Beantown. What did you guys go with? Uh, we said the same exact answer. So there's a Blue Jay that is relatively new. He's in his maybe third or fourth year named Tay Oscar Hernandez. And I could not get that guy off my brain to the point where I actually typed in Oscar Hernandez instead of Orlando Hernandez. Fortunately, Dan was here to straighten me out and we checked in with the same exact answer. Who did win a uh, world series with the white Sox and all. Yes, you did. Yep. Great team, that team in 05. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Manti Te Orlando Hernandez. Um, and 
was it the beatdown by Alabama or his fake girlfriend that caused Teo to drop in the draft? I maybe both. I don't know. A little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. Question number three, NBA Rookie of the Year in the late 80s and won an NBA championship in his final season in 2002. Was a longtime left tackle for the Miami Dolphins for 11 years, starting in 1990. We're going to check in. All right, T-Wolves of Trivia have checked in. One-way ticket to Beantown. Talk it out. All right, so here's where I am. I'm 98% positive. There's a sliver of a doubt in there, but that Mitch Richmond is going to be the first part. Now, okay, so back in um, college, um, this is early 90s college, we had a uh, a Nintendo entertainment system in our uh, in our living room. <laughs> oh, here it is, Josh. Video games. And we played, um, we played Tecmo Super Bowl like year-round. Like played like every three days we'd whip out a season um, and there'd be like six or seven of us playing. And then when it was whoever's turn to play in the season, we just, you know, leave a note for them to play. And then we'd hang banners up in the, uh, in the living room. I never won a Super Bowl. I had the, uh, You're the, I, had the I, I almost brought the, I almost brought the Bengals to a, uh, to a championship, but uh, I met up against Joe Montana in the, uh, in the in the Super Bowl, and he was impossible. You you couldn't do anything against him, and he they beat me sixteen fourteen on the last second last play of the game. Um, I played my share of seasons with the uh, Dolphins, though, and that's where I think I this name came up. That's where I think I remember it from now. Richmond Webb, I believe, is a player from that game, a, a tackle from that game. Um. Th- if that's not, if he's not from there, I know that name from somewhere else. I don't know why. It, it, it's either from that or it's just a name that I heard someplace and I'm assigning him to be a tackle for the Dolphins. Uh, dude, I, yes, let's go with it. I am riding on your coattails for this one, but I love everything you're saying. All right, let's go with Mitch Richmond Webb. And T Wolves of Trivia, what did you guys go with? Uh, well, um, you know, we were throwing around a bunch of names. Scott was throwing me a lot of guys uh, who we knew weren't going to be the right answer for the first part. And I asked the question was, was Mitch Richmond on that team? Scott said yes. And then I simply asked him, Is there a left tackle with the first name Richmond? And he had the light bulb pop on. And f- you, video games. Because we are <laughs> in with Mitch Richmond Webb. Both teams getting their points on this. The correct answer, Mitch Richmond Webb. And somehow, some way, Mitch Rich or not Mitch Richmond, Richmond Webb is not in the Hall of Fame, and that's just I feel just a huge oversight. Or- Why do I not remember this person at all? I was a huge, I was, I'm a lifelong fan of their division rival. I don't remember Richmond Webb. One first seven bit. years of his first seven years of his career went to the Pro Bowl, including his rookie year, and he was just protected Dan Marino. Like, I want to say first maybe eight years, never missed a game. It was just yeah. Wow, I just blanking on that. All right, let's go to question number four. Three-point specialist drafted in 2003 out of Creighton. 
who was a guard for the back-to-back NBA champion Rockets and one of nine players to amass 30 points in a single quarter of a game. I got it, Josh. We are checked in. All right. T will checking in. Uh, Three-point specialist drafted in 2003 out of Creighton, who was a guard for the back-to-back NBA champion Rockets. So who were the guards for the back-to-back, the 94-95 Rockets? Sam Cassell? Yes. Kenny Smith? I can name him. I know you can. (laughs) Please don't. Yeah, why don't you? Go ahead. Let's do it. Uh, Kenny Smith and Sam Cassell. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll give the rest when we after, when we give our answer. Uh, was Katino Mo? No. <laughs> Who else was on that team? That that team gave the Timberwolves fits. Didn't um, every team give the Timberwolves fits back? Well, then? no. The the Wolves were actually pretty decent then, but they always caught the Rockets in the playoffs. They made the playoffs. Yeah. Go Wolves. So oh, I know I, I I know who this is. Good. It, it's I, Creighton just hit me, and then as soon as as soon as that name hit me, then it made sense. Um, the Creighton player is uh, uh, what's his name? Kyle Corver. It's Vernon Vernon Maxwell. Oh God, Dan, two in a row where I'm just surfing on your board. Nice. So Kyle Kyle Corver then Maxwell. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And T-Wolves of Trivia, what was your answer? Sam Cassell, Kenny Smith, Vernon Maxwell, Mario Eli were the main four guards for those Rockets Mario teams. Eli! Um, <laughs> yeah, right away. 03 out of Creighton, it's got to be Kyle Korver. So uh, we checked in with Kyle, Cor, Vernon, Maxwell. Both teams getting their points. Correct answer. Kyle, Cor, Vernon, Maxwell. Maxwell scored 30 points in a single quarter in January of 1991 versus the Cavs. It's a good quarter. Yes, to the final question of the second quarter. Center, whose cheap shot in the playoffs separated the shoulder of Pierre Turgeon, helping him to get to second in most penalty minutes in NHL history and is a free agent NFL tight end who played his whole career up to this point with the Chargers. Oh, I got it. Sure. All right, checking in. Ticket the Beantown has checked in. T Wolves of Trivia. Talk about sure. So the tight ends, Hunter Henry. Okay, so something so, Hunter. Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Hurst Helmsley. <laughs> Kareem Hunter Henry. Uh, so, any hockey players you can think of with the last name Hunter? It doesn't sound like a hockey last name. I think so I there's do... a Dale Hunter who played hockey. Okay. That's a name that from, like, the early to, you know, mid to, I don't know how late, but. Well, it sounds like he would have played around the same time as Pierre Turgeon, which is good. All right. I, I think we should go ahead and check in with Dale Hunter Henry. All right. Let's do it. All right, one-way ticket to Beantown. What was your answer? So, uh, Dan, you're editing this quarter, right? I am. Is this one worthy of the backup noise? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I, yeah. it, it, backup noise is where they have no idea where it is and then somehow talk themselves into it. Um, Bomback remembering a name from the early 90s that works with 
with uh, Hunter Henry. Nah, that's so. So what noise do we do for when Scott throws out a name and then there's an itch in the back of Josh Josh's brain? <laughs> Just, because hey, that's need... now happened twice. <laughs> we need a, a sound be... of a somebody falling into a well. <laughs> wow, we, we call that the baby Jessica. Is that too soon? I was gonna say oh it can be. Please. Uh... Oh my word, the baby Jessica. It's, it's not too soon, right? <laughs> anyway, um, I believe that Dale Hunter was on the Capitals for that longest playoff game ever. Uh, I could be wrong on that, uh, but I think he was a teammate, teammate of Dino Cicerelli and all those guys. We locked in or checked in, excuse me, with Dale Hunter Henry. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer, Dale, the scumbag Hunter Henry. He was um, a scumbag. He was, wow, yeah, wow he Marcus. Was, no, no. If you watch it, he, Pierre Turgeon steals the puck from him in a playoff game goes in and scores and celebrates over by the boards and literally like second, like a long time later, Hunter comes over and just cleans him and separates his shoulder. He ends up missing like almost the complete next round of the playoffs. And sounds like something Sanderson would do for Iceland <clears throat> D2. Yeah. After the second quarter, we have a score of T Wolves of Trivia with 190. One way ticket to Beantown with a slight lead of 220. That brings us to halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Today's Halftime will be the uh, quotes edition. I will will give you a sport and a quote from a well-known movie about that sport. You just named the movie. Question one. Basketball and the quotes... I don't play defense. We can check in. Fantastic. One way ticket to beat town is checked in. T Wolves of Trivia, talk it out. Gosh, is this Space Jam? Bill Murray? Oh, that might be. That does sound like something his character would have said. I, I, think I think it's, it's Bill Murray from Space Jam. Uh yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. It's it's totally fits. So all right, we're gonna check in with Space Jam. And T or one way ticket to Bean Town. Would you guys go with? You messed up with the quote. It's it's whoa 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 whoa. I don't play defense. <laughs> it's Bill Murray in Space Jam. Both teams getting their points. It was Bill Murray in Space Jam. Question number two: Golf. Stop thinking. Let things happen and be the ball. I think we can check in on that one too. Yeah. One way ticket to Beantown checked in. T Wolves talk. Pretty sure this is Caddyshack. I was going to say, I know four golf movies. It's going to be one of those four. So be the ball. If you're good with Caddyshack, I'm almost certain. You think that's what it is? And I think it is. All right. We're going to check in with Caddyshack. And one way ticket. Sorry, guys. It's uh, it's Tin Cup. No, it's Caddyshack. It's Caddy. I'm assuming, Dan, that's what you checked in with. Yeah. Be the ball, Danny. (laughs) How can I be yeah. the ball if you keep be the ball, Danny? No, 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 Oh, yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this. No, 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 okay. No. Yeah. Yep. And the correct answer spoken by Ty Webb in Caddyshack. Both teams getting their points. Question number three. We go in Sizzler. We go in Sizzler. 
basketball. All right. We're checked in. All right. One way ticket has checked in. T Wolves discuss. Do you think it's white men can't jump? I think it is white men can't jump. Yeah. It makes sense. It's around the time that people really liked Sizzler. And it sounds like something that and would it's be all from it's movie. all street balling where people are, you know. Yeah, it sounds like Woody, something Woody Harrelson would say. Yeah, I don't if remember which character said it, it, but but, but uh, yeah, that's the that's the one that jumps to mind for me. Is White Man Can't Jump? Yeah, since I have no idea, let's just do that. All right, we're gonna check in. White Man Can't Jump. Okay, and one way ticket. What was your answer? Like I said, I it's one of those lines that I just I know the line and. I, I don't remember it in the movie, but I was pretty sure it was from White Men Can't Jump. So we that's what we checked in with. So this line was said by Junior in White Men Can't Jump. Hmm. Both teams getting their points. Uh, one of uh, Sydney's, uh, what's his, friends, I guess you would say. Yeah. All right. Junior. Oh, that was, uh, that was, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kadeem Hardison. Yes. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, is. I know is. the guy. Yeah. From uh, the spinoff from the Cosby's. Different. Yeah, Dwayne, different Wayne Wayne. Yeah. He's, he's from the six man, but yes, Kadeem Hardison. He's from he the six man. <laughs> That's where I know him his well known work of the six man. Yeah. Question four Hockey. Tonight we skate with them. Tonight we stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest team in the world. We're checked in. <laughs> T-Wolves of Trivia have checked in. One-way ticket to Beantown. Discuss. It's Herb Brooks. Yep. Yeah, it's it is. It's Miracle. Yeah. And I agree. Scott, what'd you have? No, he's gone. Right. Oh, he actually, he sent me the right answer. Did he? Is yeah, yeah, he sent it. It's It's Miracle. Um, before you get to the answer, have any of you guys heard the, there's a kid who did that speech. Yep. It's one of the, it's great. If you yeah. haven't, if you haven't heard it, uh, you know, find it on YouTube. It's so a kid just replicated it or yeah, I think he actually is dressed up like he's her Brooks too. And he's given this, <laughs> it's really, it's really cool. So, um, so the correct answer is miracle. Both teams getting their points. Bring us to question five baseball remember kid there's heroes and there's legends heroes get remembered but legends never die follow your heart kid and you'll never go wrong we're checked in all right t wolves of trivia have checked in beantown talk it up oh for crying out loud i should know this screenshot time josh for proof that you're actually wearing a hockey sweater. I want one. I just don't know what player to get. I might have to get the Wilds uh, golden yellow or golden green. I like, I like it. I like that one a lot. I, I like, like the their these fit. their North Star throwback kind of thing. I like it. They're not the stars. They don't get to throw back to the stars. That yes, they do because they huge. they're the it's army. Minnesota. The stars down in. Dallas are, the stars are dead to me. Well, it's yeah, fine. You don't makes, have to get it. You don't have to get the sweater, right. Dan. I'm going to get have, one. I have three things to say. One, the wild logo is cool. You don't need the stars. 
Two, Dan, don't listen to Josh. We have to think about this answer. Three, <laughs> Eric's about to have a child, so we need to get this. <laughs> Eric's part in that is already done. <laughs> I don't step in until he's about 10, so. Uh-oh. Scott, we might have a Mind Palace moment. I, I really hope so. It's been I a while. Know this, I know this quote. I don't want one because then you guys will get it, and I want you to be wrong, of course. But uh, I love okay, this so Mind Palace vacation. So you're checked in, right? Yes. I'm. I'm gonna be the Scott, and you're gonna be the Josh, Dan. I'm gonna just start naming baseball movies. Do I have to be? Uh... <laughs> hey, you get a free who without having to pay? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's right. You can do a who. So it's, that... here's what I know: it isn't. It is not major league it is not a i don't think this is a kevin costner vehicle at all here's what i think it might be the natural um not the uh, natural league of their own no definitely uh, not that it's not 61 asterisk no this is this is talking to a talking to a kid it's Babe Ruth. It's Babe Ruth talking. To, oh, oh, it's, it's the, the Sandlot. Sandlot. It's the Sandlot. It's the Sandlot. That You're took right. incredibly too long. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. Hey, we got there. I was the Scott. You were the Josh. All right. I'm assuming you guys are checking with Sandlot. We are. <laughs> and T-Wolves of Trivia, your answer. Josh, Josh. Now, is that a backup? Is That, that a- sounds more like a backup. Is that? Wait a minute! I was. <laughs> that that sounds, took a lot longer to get. That to sounds there. like somebody just stubbing their toe. That's really what that was. That was. That wasn't a baby Jessica. <laughs> no, that was not. Oh. nice. Um, Babe Ruth. Yeah, it's, it's the Sandlot. Words spoken by Babe Ruth himself in the Sandlot. The actual Babe Ruth, from what I heard. <laughs> he played himself again. <laughs> he, he, he has acted. Yeah. He's, he has uh, an IMDb. He's a chameleon. That's what Heisman Trophy winners used to do. You know, play themselves in biopics. Aaron. Ernie Davis. Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith. After halftime, we have scores, and I'll tell you what they are. We have T-Wolves of Trivia with 290 and one-way ticket to Beantown. Still with that 30-point lead, 320. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be five on five. Five on five. For this quarter, there will be five categorized lists containing five items each, where each item is worth ten points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Today's five on five was almost weird because Matt was almost going to host my game if I was unable to be here today. Uh, teams it Eric was, hates. It, it was this is teams I hate edition. <laughs> so Bills, 
Patriots. Patriots. No, he Eric likes. No, he likes the Patriots. You like the Patriots? Not as my favorite team, but they kill the Bills all the time. So I mean, is that a is that a is that a seventy sixers hat you're wearing? No, (laughs) this is a Denver Nuggets hat that I have on. All right. So question one, five on five. I want the goalies with the most career wins against the Buffalo Sabers. Against the Buffalo Sabers. That is correct. Holy moly! I don't, we're gonna we're gonna check in. Hey, T Wolves of Trivia have checked in. One way ticket. You guys can talk finally. Uh, thank goodness. All right. So uh, the names we have out there are: I threw out Roy Hasek, Brodeur, Carey Price, and Henrik Lundqvist. Um, mainly because of length of career, they all play in the East. Or but Hasek, play. Hasek played for the. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking Hasek is out because he had time. He didn't have a long time with Buffalo. Well, I don't know. Uh, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he played with Buffalo. I'm thinking Hasek is out. That was just my first. And then we talked about Tim Thomas, Ken Dryden. Dryden and- had about ten years in their division. Right. And I'm thinking Tuka Rask because Tuka Rask was largely the backup for the 2011 uh, Stanley Cup winning Bruins. But he's been largely the starter since maybe 2012. Tim Thomas was not on the Bruins very long after the 11 Stanley Cup. We throw out Hashik for sure. He he played he had to play. He had to play at least at least seven, eight years there. I agree with you. Hasek is out. Wah for sure. I yes. think, I think we got to put Brodeur in. Okay. Uh, I'm just afraid of, I like Lundquist. He, he had a long career in on a team that would have been much better than the Sabres. And, and, and not in the same division, but right. they would have played Conference. the Sabres five times a year or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I'll be honest. I like all four of those answers um, and just forget the fifth. Don't worry about it. I mean, he played, he played forever for the one team too. I mean, he didn't I mean, he play him. He played for the blues and he started, player, but... he started 70 games a year. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go wah, right? We're going to go wah. Yeah. We're going to go Brodeur. Mm-hmm. Lundquist. Lundquist. Now, Carey Price, I'll leave up to you. I That's want a- to stay those three, if possible. I think I think we should stay with those three. Okay, I understand not wanting to do Price. All right. So we'll go with uh, Wah, Brodeur, and Lundqvist. And he wolves of trivia. What was your answer? Well, it was nice not to have to be tempted by my forbidden answer of Dominic Hasek for once. I was able to eliminate him right off the bat because of how long he played for Buffalo. Marty Brodeur, right off the jump, I felt like was obviously going to be on this list just on the longevity and the fact that he would have played them a lot and he played on some really good teams that would have beaten the Sabres. So uh, Hank Lundquist made sense because of how long he was on the Rangers and how dominant he was. And then I threw out some other names uh, to Josh, like Tim Thomas, um, Cam Ward, obviously Patrick Waugh. I threw out Roberto Luongo, uh, you know, for the same reasons as some of the other guys but we ended up just checking in with martin brodeur and henrik lundquist so let's start with number one martin brodeur with 33 wins 
Number two with 24 wins is Patrick Waugh. Mm. Number three with 22 wins, actually tied for third with 22, is Mark andre Fleury. That's mm. the guy I was trying to think of, Josh, the, the Penguins guy. Damn. Is, t- is tied with Henrik Lundqvist with 22. And number five, which nobody had, had did mention, um, is uh, probably got most of his wins with the Whalers, was uh, Mike Liute. I'm sorry, what? Do it, Josh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, right outside the top five, you had Craig Anderson, Dan Bouchard, Carey Price, and nobody mentioned him. At least I didn't hear his name come up. Uh, Roberto Luongo. I said yeah, they said yeah. that. Uh, said Scott said him. He was on All my right. short list. Yeah, I, and that's he was the third. I we I were forgot that Luongo. I forgot that Wa had what a decade stretch with the Canadians. Yeah, I forgot about time. that. If I because Scott did have Wa in there, but I just obviously I picture him as a an Avalanche yeah, player. So like, well, and to the um, Dominic Hasek, his longest stint was with the Sabers. He played with them for nine years. Um, and the only other Eastern Conference team he played for was uh, the Ottawa Senators for one. Yeah. Let's go to the most home runs hit all time versus the New York Yankees. We'll check in. One way ticket to Bean Times checked in. T Wolves of Trivia discuss. Well, yeah, we have nothing to discuss. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, Joe, we were in that same ballpark of like the initial thought is. Could this be all five Red Sox? I mean, I'm on the podcast. I feel like it might be. Well, but I, I mean, know. so obviously, like real quick, Scott sent Ortiz. And yeah, I would agree that he has to be in the top Yankee five. killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then started thinking a little on, you know, and you also put out Manny Ramirez, which I, he very well could be in that top. Yeah. Five. Even when he wasn't on ball, I mean, Cleveland still, you know, they don't play the Yankees as much, but they, they still play him. On, you know, amount of time, right? Still yeah, dominantly American. AL, AL. yeah, yeah. Um, but then we started thinking, you know, going back farther, Jimmy Fox, Ted Williams, um, Carl Yastrzemski. Uh, I know you asked about Eddie Murray, I just don't think he would have hit. I, I know he was pretty solid with home runs. I just don't know if I, if his, I don't, re- I don't, well, know. That, I mean, that's the only other team to think about, right? Obviously, it's not Tampa, and uh, I can't think of anyone Toronto, from Toronto. I mean, Carlos Joey Delgado, Bats, but I, but I don't think Joey Bats, I don't recall him no. being a Yankee killer. No, so I, I'm inclined to stick with our Red Sox players, and then the yeah. question is, do we go all five with right with Ortiz, uh, yeah. Fox, Williams, Yastrzemski, and Ramirez? Do I mean, it makes sense five? if we're also, you know, they're also obviously very high all-time in homers for yeah. guys that played mostly in the AL. The only other guys, you know, it's Jim Tomey, like Ken Griffey Jr., you know, and they obviously just didn't play the Yankees as much. Right. I'm fine taking all five if if that's what you want to do. Like I said, the only one that scares me a little bit is maybe Manning, just because of his years in Cleveland and then a few years at the end in, like, L.A. and Tampa and wherever yeah. how else he played. But – um. I feel very strongly about at least Ortiz, Williams, Fox, and Yaz. And I'm fine throwing Manny in there as the fifth. It's Should we go for it? want to do it. Why not? I mean, we're behind. And so all this would do is create us to be more behind. The only way we, and they very well might go five. I think they're going four, it sounded like, but yeah. 
Well, that yeah. even if they go four and we go five, you know, at least we get a chance to right. pick up some points. Let's all right, let's let's go for it. So we're gonna check in with Fox Williams, Ortiz, Yastremski, and Ramirez. That was Fox Williams, Ortiz, Yastremski, and Ramirez. Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. And one way ticket. What did you guys come up with? All right, so I I just had a thought, Joe, that um I don't know if it's gonna come back to bite us or not. I probably not. Um, Roberto Alomar played a long time in that division for two different teams. And oh. uh, Paul Merrill played for too long in Texas. I yeah. don't think he's going to be on the list. But um, you can go ahead and uh, unveil what we said. We had the exact same conversation that you guys just had. And we, in the end, decided to not include Manny Ramirez. And we went with the other four Fox, Williams, Ortiz, and Yaz. Here, number one, we have Jimmy Fox with 70 home runs. Number two, Ted Williams with 62. Number three, Manny Ramirez with 55. Number four, David Ortiz with 53. And number five, it's not going to be as Hank Greenberg. Yeah, I knew it. We all don't get points. Ah. So right outside the top five, number six, Carl Yastrzemski. Number seven, Rafael Palmero. Number eight, Harmon Killebrew. And number nine, Goose Goslin. Hmm. Goose Gossage? Goose Gossage? Against his own team? As a pitcher? pitcher? (laughs) Who was number nine? Goose Goslin. Ryan's, oh, Ryan's dad. Yeah. No, it's grandpa. Grandpa, probably. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, no teams getting points on their gamble. Uh, so, what team do I hate next? Bills. Oh, well, yes, but I'm going Canucks. Let's go with the five college football teams to defeat uh, Notre Dame the most. All right. I'm going to add that one. You are? Yeah, I am. I love it. I love it. I love right. it. Let's do it. We're going to check in. Oh, all, right. all right. We were about one to way, as well. One way ticket. The Bean Towns checked in. T Wolves of Trivia. You going to do that too? Uh, well, yeah, we're, it shouldn't take us too long here. We pretty quickly threw out uh, Michigan and USC and Michigan State. Those are three teams that I know they've had a, they had. I don't know if they do now, if they still have the, if they play them every year, I know they played them every year for a long, long time. Oh yeah. Um, so there would be enough games. I think that even Michigan state has probably racked up enough victories to be in their top five. We have those three. And then for some reason, Navy, I, I think I recall them having a long, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's still a, a yearly thing for them, but I think they had a long stretch going yeah. way back when that they played Navy. And I think they were pretty dominant over them. So that, that would make sense. So we're going to check in with, USC, Michigan, Michigan State, and Navy. A ticket. Answer, please. We were both on the USC and Michigan right away. I I threw out Michigan State, but I wasn't positive that they had enough enough games where Michigan State would have been good enough to beat them. But so we left Michigan State out. Um, I felt pretty good about Pitt because they had a rivalry for a long time and Pitt was, was good for a long time. Dan Marino, Kevin Barlow. 
So we threw Pitt on there too. And then just as I was about to check those three in, Joe sends over Purdue. And I say, hmm, I don't hate that. Um, and I don't hate it enough that I decided to add it on. So we went with USC, Michigan, Pitt, and Purdue. So number one, in 91 games, getting 37 wins is USC. Number two, in 65 games with 28 wins, Michigan State. I think I screwed ah. up the Navy thing. I think I screwed up the Navy thing because I don't think Navy won enough. Shoot, they played a lot. I don't think they won enough. Even when I said the oh, fuck. Number three. <laughs> number three in 83 games with 25 wins, Purdue. Yes. Number four in 69 games and 21 wins, Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, Dan. Either way, we're done, Josh. Yeah. And the only team in the top five with a winning record versus Notre Dame in 38 games and 20 wins, Michigan. I went with a long rivalry, but they didn't have won enough. Where was Stanford? They've got to be close. Stanford was number six. Dan, we had the top six. We were number, debating. Sorry about that, Scott. I screwed six. that one up. I'm, I got my brain switched around I, on that. I liked Navy, so. No, I got it switched around because they wouldn't have won enough. Number seven is Navy. So what team do I hate next? <sighs> what I want now is the most receiving touchdowns against the New York Giants Super Bowl era. We're going to check in. Okay. One-way ticket to Beantown has checked in, and the T-Wolves of trivia can now talk it out. Josh, I'm wondering if we should just check in with Jason Witten. I mean, of course, you know, my brain is trying to go to divisions, right? You know, with the logic of divisions and longevity, I I mentioned Des Bryant. A lot yeah. of some of his best games were against the Giants. Yeah. And then other Cowboys receivers, I just don't think were there long enough. I don't even think Mike, I don't know if Michael Irvin would have had enough. Right. I don't think, I don't really like him too much. You know, but you had Art was, Monk for Washington. But I, I have no idea. Well, one, it's like, I don't know if he caught enough touchdowns against. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't playing in a super prolific. Right. But he did have good QBs. Yeah. I mean, you have Deshaun Jackson as another. He played a long stretch in. Two stints. Two stints. Well, I don't know how successful he was and in that second. They, they punted to him that one game. I don't know why. They well, and he was also with Washington for a long, for a good stretch, too, this wasn't true. he? true. Yes, he was. He might be worth. He's not necessarily a touchdown guy, but he would break, you know, the Giants in that era. Yeah, as long as he wouldn't drop corners, as long as he wouldn't drop the ball before he got into the end zone. Yeah, and the Giants did not have fast corners in that era to keep up. Corey Webster could not keep up with Deshaun Jackson. So, like, we feel really good with Witten. Yeah. Then there's like Owens, possibly. I, yeah, Deshaun Jackson, possibly. Possibly Dez. <sighs> So the question is, do we want to go with more than Witten? Do we want to go Witten Owens? I, I think do we I want to go Witten Owens Jackson? I I think I'm definitely good with Witten and T.O. Or two out. I then Dez and Deshaun, I would consider. I just don't know how many total touchdowns they uh right. And this is receiving touchdowns too, so that would rule out Deshaun's punt returns and right, right. reverses and things like that. <sighs> and Deshaun's just not known for catching touchdowns i mean he would get the long touchdowns right but yeah. but those are fewer and far between right and he didn't have a qb in washington so I, i'm starting to think no on him but maybe bryant that's the third we're thinking possibly he was you know he was the red zone guy for you know 
five or six years. Des Bryant, not Antonio Bryant. So we need to specify. <laughs> oh man, I'd be I mean, I'd be okay with Dwayne he... Owens and Des because Des had what eight, eight or so seasons. I'd say five to six where he was healthy enough to produce. Yeah. Well, if you, okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to let you make the call. Right. I'm cool with those, with Witten, Owens, and Bryant. If you want to go all three, go all three. If you just want to go with two, just go two. If you just want to go with one, go with one. Uh, we're going to go with all three. So we're going to check in with Jason Witten, Terrell Owens, and Des Bryant. I feel not great about most. I like, I just, I just can't, this isn't one I could wrap my hands around and go, Oh, I got something like, yeah. All right, and one-way ticket to Beantown. What did you guys come up with? We just decided to go conservative, and we uh, checked in with just Art Monk and Des Bryant. Right, so we're going to start with the top. Um, a man whose name I will never forget, thanks to Marcus. Um, number one in 17 games played um, with 19 touchdowns, Bob Hayes. Hmm. Oh, Bullet Bob. Bullet Bob. Bullet Bob, wow. yeah. Number two, 32 games played, 16 touchdowns, Jason Witten. I can't believe we didn't think of that, Dan. Yeah. That was the first one I like. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the first one I was, before you even typed, I was like, Witten. And you had we it right just, there when we I We just up. missed it. We, I, I never, we didn't bring up any, t- any uh, tight ends. Well, I don't um, think there was any an others Eric, to bring up. It's an Eric question, so. I... Number three, somebody who was not mentioned at all, other Washington football team wide receivers were mentioned. But in 20 games with 11 touchdowns, Santana Moss. Oh, completely forgot about him. I I would have not thought. No, I I would have felt comfortable enough to put him on the list. Had I thought about him, I would have eliminated him. He's a a jet, so. The two tied tied for number four with 10 touchdowns, one doing it in 10 games, the other one doing it in 20 games. Um, In 20 games, Mel Gray. Anybody? No? All right. Now, the you. one to do it in 10 games, Terrell Owens. Dang it. We didn't name any of them. <laughs> well, we had oh, two of the three. Our, right two, outs- our two are both not in the top five. <laughs> right outside the top five is Randy Moss, Harold Carmichael, Paul Warfield, and Des Bryant. And this brings us to probably my most hated team. I want the most rushing yards all time against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. All right. We'll check in. One way ticket has checked in. T Wolves talk about Curtis Martin. That that's the one name we feel comfortable with. Only the one I o- feel good about. The only one we felt good about too. I'll let you know. Only um, one I feel good about. Like if, he... if he's not number one, then I I quit. Right. I mean <laughs> I mean, I'd hate for us to get zero points again, but well, we're not we... going to get zero because Curtis Martin's on this. Well, list. so the question is, do we just do one and take the ten points? Yeah, and... on, at this point, we probably just need points, even if it's ten. All right, all right, we're going to check in with Curtis Martin. Okay, and one way ticket to Bean Town. Answer, please. We threw out a bunch of names. Uh, Freeman McNeil was on. Was one of those names we threw out there. I hope um, Curtis Martin was one of them. Curtis Martin um, was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> we thought about, I thought I, I threw out Jim Nance, but he's probably a little too early. Corey Dillon is a sneaky name here because he had a few huge games. And 
the thing about how divisions, how the schedule works is that you play the team in all of your conferences divisions that finished the same position that you did. So the bills and the Bengals may have been finishing around the same place. Third or fourth. Yeah. And Corey Dillon probably played a lot of games against the um, bills. So, but we ended up not going with him. So um, Joe, what we say, what we, what we did end up with. At the end of the day, we went with Curtis Martin, Zonka and Dickerson. Right. So let's tackle this list from the top. Number one should not be a surprise to anybody in 21 games with 1,779 yards. Curtis Martin. Okay, good. I don't have to quit. <laughs> hey, we got 10 <laughs> points. Number two in 16 games with 1,084 yards. Larry Zonka. All right. Number three in 16 games with 1,072 yards. Sam Cunningham. I said that. Number four, his name came up in 12 games with 1,065 yards. Ricky Williams. 12 games. Oh, come on, Dickerson. And number five in 15 games with 876 yards, Freeman McNeil. Uh, Hey, we gained 10 points. Hey, we could have had 40. Yeah, Dickerson well, was an add-on at the end too. We yeah, left well Wait, except alone. we weren't we weren't feeling so. Dickerson has 632 yards at versus the Bills, which puts him in the same area as Marshall Falk, Jamal Charles, Ladainian Tomlinson, Corey Dillon, Edger, and James. The um, first right. name I threw out was Sam Cunningham. Yeah. After Curtis Martin, Curtis Martin first, then Sam Cunningham next. The five to complete Damn. the top ten, we have Mercury Morris. Yeah. Lydell Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Jim Nance. Thomas Jones. Okay. And Emerson Boozer. Wait, Carlos Boozer? Yes. Carlos Boozer. No, Emerson Boozer, famous jet running back. Yeah, there's a bunch of jets on this list. They moved to Alaska. All right. After the third quarter, we have a score of T Wolves with trivia with 320, one way ticket to Beantown, 390. Bringing us to today's fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Categories for today are sack lunch, which is NFL, Rain Man, which is NBA, Lethal Weapon, we're going back to the NFL, Captain America, First Avenger, NHL, and Ice Age, Baseball. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category Sack Lunch. David Carr was sacked 75 times in a single season. Brett Favre was sacked 525 times in his 20-year career. What quarterback is on pace to be sacked more than any in NFL history? He's already been sacked 393 times in his first nine seasons. So we are checked in. Wolves of Trivia checking in. One-way ticket, talk it out. Uh, Dan, I 
I mean, Cam Newton was drafted in 2011. So that would be. He was. He was. There were other quarterbacks, though, that were. Sure. But who's lasted that long and is still playing? Because obviously the question implies that it's somebody who's still going. So uh, let's see. He was drafted in 11. So 11, 12, 13. That's nine years. All right. We'll check in Cam Newton. All right. For how many points? For 70. Checking in with Cam Newton for 70 points and T Wolves of Trivia. Real quick, I'll, we, we, I'll let we, Scott we, jump in, but uh, we, we didn't say Cam Newton. We didn't say Cam Newton because you guys' math is wrong. Your guys' math is wrong. 2012 draft. 2012 draft. Oh uh, 2011 gosh. would be 10 seasons in the league already. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, sh- and And who's in the 2012 draft? So it's either Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, RG3, or Kirk Cousins. Definitely isn't Andrew Luck. Definitely is an RG3. Yeah, so we were stuck Kirk between Wilson either. and Cousins, and we checked in for 100 points with Russell Wilson. Okay. Being sacked 393 times in his first nine seasons is the most by any quarterback since the merger. One team getting their points, it is Russell Wilson. Dan, I'm sorry. I should have checked the math. I didn't even think about I, it. I said to Josh in the chat, I'm like, Dan's going to figure out that the, the year is off. Yeah, but you guys kept going there. I'm like, you're like, yeah, he's like, their, their math is off. And it's like, yes, it is. So after question one, we have a lead change. T-Wolves of Trivia have taken a lead with 420. One-way ticket to Beantown drops to 315. Question number two, Rain Man. In the current 2021 NBA season, after a game with seven three-pointers, what player became the fastest player to hit 1,000 three-pointers in his career, doing this in his 350th game? We can check in. T-Wolves of Trivia have checked in. One-way ticket to Beantown. You guys can discuss the question. I've heard this, Joe. Okay. (laughs) Joe's like, okay. Do you have anything on it? I'm going to need some prodding to get there. There's a place you can go. Steph Curry's hitting 400 a year. So good three-point shooters are hitting 300. Right. So it might be the next year. Right. Hold on. Oh, Cue into the, the mind palace. Cue the noise. it's buddy healed fantastic i love it that's i'm pretty sure that's the name dan when you take your headphones off i'm never going to question what you come up with all right checked in for with buddy healed for 75 okay and trivia or oh god t wolves of trivia what was your answer get in mind palace get the whistle (laughs) (laughs) mind palace yeah, it was Buddy Healed. I, and I just know because I, I saw it come through the headlines on Facebook and I almost shared it with the bench, but uh, it's Buddy Healed and we uh, checked in with that for 100 points. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Buddy Healed. Um, you gained points on us. Doesn't matter. We would have gained a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took Steph Curry 369 games to hit this feat. Clay Thompson 372 games. Damian Lillard 385. And Trey Young has a shot to do this a little faster, but he'd have to pick up his pace. Yeah, um, but stay healthy. The, the best guy to probably beat this is going to be uh, Duncan Robinson. He's on pace right now to do it in 312 games. Mm-hmm. 
I've never heard of that guy. That's all. That's because all he does is shoot threes. And Josh, you wouldn't like him because he's teammates with uh, that Jimmy Butler fella. Question three, lethal weapon. In 2012, Calvin Johnson set the record for single season receiving yards with 1,964 yards. Second in yards that year for the Lions was tight end Brendan or Brandon Pettigrew with 567 yards, combining for 2,531 yards. So everyone get your calculators. What duo has the most combined receiving yards in 1995 with 3,174 yards? We'll check in. One way ticket to Beantown, checking in T-Wolves of Trivia can talk it out. Um, my, I still lean towards Brooks and Freeman. I just, my problem with Freeman is I just don't know if he had, if how. This was right around the time he, you know, broke out. 95, 96, 97. And just trying to think the offense was prolific. I, yeah. Rice and I don't know, J.J. Stokes, like. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is is who the pairings are, right? You know, I, to get I, to thirty one, you they're both going to have to be in the top like, right. six or seven. Which again, but I, that leads me to the Packers. If, I, if I, I had to pick, I don't since I can't come up with truly who's across the field from Rice for sure. If it's JJ, I don't recall JJ Stokes ever having that many yards. No, he was a good receiver, but I I yeah. don't ever remember him putting up like thirteen hundred. I can't tell you who was across from Herman Moore. I know that they did have some season. I mean, they were always behind, so yeah. they were always throwing the ball. I just can't tell you who the number two receiver was for the Lions that season. Yeah. Like, it's just not there. So if you want to go Brooks and Freeman, I, that's probably the best duo that we can come up with because we can't even come up with us who was across from Bruce in 95. Right. Yeah, so. I, I, we're going to check in for 50 points with Robert Brooks and Antonio Freeman. One-way ticket to Beantown. Answer and wager, please. 95 uh, was the year I graduated from college, so I was a, a young adult at this point, playing a lot of fantasy football, and this was the year that Herman Moore beat Chris Carter's reception um, mark. And he had a, a huge year, like 16, 1700 yards. But remembering from fantasy football that year, the another lion was in the top, like top seven or eight. And that was Brett Perriman. We checked in with Herman Moore and Brett Perriman for one. Uh, no, we checked in with Moore and Perriman. No first names. Okay, fine. For how many points? For 90. All right, so with basically what Dan said there, um, Herman Moore had 1,686 yards, and counterpart on the team there with 1,488 yards was Brett Perryman. So one team getting their points, the correct answer, Herman Moore and Brett Perryman. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never heard of that guy. So I don't, feel, I don't feel bad about that, Josh. <laughs> no, don't. I, I know Prashad Perriman and Denzel Perriman, no. and that's it. Like that, I've heard. I've heard of him because obviously, I probably watched two games where he probably did really yeah. well against the Vikings. But he's not a name that I, I'm guessing that's his career high, and probably didn't by far. Oh, by, he probably didn't far. have that combined in the rest of his career. That was the Lions were good that year. 
They um they Who missed out on winning the division by by a game, I think. And they was that um, a Scott Mitchell year? Scott, yeah, it was Scott Mitchell. Barry, Barry was on the team. They went ten and six. Um, with uh, Wayne Fonts as head coach, and Perryman followed up his fourteen hundred yard season with a th- another thousand yard season the following, and then eight hundred was like his top. Other than that, but that was before fourteen. After question three, we have a lead change again. Key Wolves of Trivia with four seventy, and after that question, one way ticket to Beantown has taken a slight lead at four eighty. Question number four, Captain America, first Avenger. The first NHL Stanley Cup awarded in 1927. Every team that that won had a captain that was a Canadian. It wasn't until 1999 that the winning team had a non-Canadian captain when a U.S. defenseman was the captain of the Stanley Cup winning team. And in 2008 was the first time a European was a captain of the cup winning team. Name either of these two players. All right, we'll check in. All right, one way ticket to Bean Towns checked in. T Wolves, talk it out. Do you want to just check in, Josh? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to come up with a with an actual name. There's no doubt that uh, Dan's going to have who was the captain of the the defenseman from the Stars. I'm sure of that. Even though you know that would have been when you would have been super salty still, but. Yeah. I'm sure that he has that because there's, right. you know, there's a chance it would have, it could have been a player from when they were in Minnesota. Yep. That yeah, doesn't matter. And we're, I couldn't tell you the 08. Yeah. We, we wagered zero. I don't, we, we don't need to waste any time. Right. No. All right. So we're going to check in uh, for zero points with baby Jessica. But <laughs> <laughs> she wore the A that year. Not the. <laughs> <laughs> all right and one way ticket to being telling your answer and wager please dan threw out the name darian hatcher which is as a stars fan i'm sure is right but i did not know that name uh the one name we agreed upon was the 08 red wings and nicholas lidstrom and that's what we checked in for 75 points one team getting their points. The correct answers were in 2008, Nicholas Lidstrom with the Detroit Red Wings. And in 1999 with the Dallas Stars, Darian Hatcher. Yes, a guy who was a Minnesota North Star. He was a North Star, yep. That's why it's like 99. I'm like, oh, crap, that was the Stars. I don't know anything about the new, the you know, the Stars in the last, you know. No, no, but 15, I figured 16 years, I but probably that one you maybe would have, yeah. especially when it was narrowed down to defensemen. I was like, yep. I, I wouldn't have gotten there with him. I think if we had wagered, we probably could have gotten to Nicholas Backstrom. How about Lindstrom? Lindstrom? Or Lindstrom. Lindstrom. Oh, Not Backstrom. Lindstrom. Not Backstrom. <laughs> either of them. It wasn't either of them. Nicholas Lindstrom. On to question number five. I would like to thank Tim Simplot for uh, submitting this question to me. Out of the top 19 single seasons, single seasons in total RBIs, only one of them occurred after 1938. Who was that AL player? Yeah, that's right. We can check that in. Okay. All right. One way ticket to Beantown's checked in. T Wolves of Trivia. You guys can talk it out. After 38. So 40s, 50s. I can't think of anyone in the AL. 
that would have come that close. I mean, you said you had Manny Ramirez and Juan Gonzalez. I think they Ramirez, both had huge RBI seasons. I think Ramirez had one over 160. He did. And Juan Gon, I want to say, was in between like 156 and 162, like somewhere within there. And his huge season, well, one of his huge seasons. Yeah. I, I would be inclined to go with Ramirez on this one. Yeah. All right, we will. We will check in with Manny Ramirez for 50 points. One-way ticket to Beantown. What was your answer and wager? Dan, how much did we wager on this? 75? 75. Okay. <laughs> uh, we wagered 75, and my first two thoughts were Cabrera and Ramirez. And as you guys were talking, I remember Juan Gonzalez having a huge year. So I'm hoping that's not a... The answer, we ended up locking in with the same Manny Ramirez. So in 1999, with 165 RBIs, the correct answer is Manny Ramirez. Both teams get their points. Manny strikes again. Well, this time he was a... No, he was a correct answer the last time, too. Yes. It was Yaz. It was Yaz that screwed us the last time. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. The T-Wolves of Trivia finished with... 520 points and our clipboard captains of the game who will receive the coveted Kevin Hogan award. We have one way ticket to Beantown with 630 points. Congratulations. Anything you guys like to say before we call it a night, Joe, let's start with you. I'm honored. Kevin Hogan, Stanford product. I was a Stanford fan when he was the quarterback, Dan, thank you. Like, yeah, I, I, there were at least four or five questions where I had no idea and you brought it home. Um, and to all of you, Josh, Scott, Eric, and Matt and Mason and Marcus, I so very appreciate the fact that you guys are doing this. Uh, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of fun. I listen twice a week. I look forward to when the podcasts are released. So I appreciate the fact that you guys are doing this. It is true entertainment for me. And uh, I appreciate the fact that I got to be on a team with Dan and, and, and win a game. I'm going to put it out there. Um, I'm going to put it in my contract from here on out that if you're going to be on my team, you got to be proficient in math because I'm not. And <laughs> <laughs> We almost lost it on not being able to count to nine. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Or, or just remember what year it is. It's not 2020. anymore. <laughs> well, Joel, thank you for, uh, thank you for coming on being with me. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, you, you came up with some answers there that made me go, huh? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. And um, I, I, that's all I can ask for, you know, that's having a, having a good teammate like that, that, uh, that really helps. And um Welcome back anytime. Thank you. I appreciate it. Josh and Scott. Yeah, I, I echo that. Joe, it was, it was fun finally being a part of a game with you. This is your third time on. So third time's a charm, right, to get to get your victory here. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, really appreciate all the things that you had to say about the podcast. You know, you are the reason that we, we continue to do this, you know, so – really appreciate all the support you've given us, even though you're not a Patreon subscriber, right, Eric? Not but, yet. You know, not yet. <laughs> you don't have to be. It's not. Nope, don't have to be at all. Um, 
you know, you just have to listen. That's all at the end of the day, all we want and yeah. you do, and we appreciate it. So yeah, you're welcome back on anytime. If you uh, ever want to ride the L train, man, you just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in anytime. Cause you know what? The L train is still fun. Yes, it is. Some days more so than others. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I, I think the L train is more fun when it's not a close game. It's those close ones that are just like, oof. Yeah. like this one but hey that's all right i'm sub 500 so uh, i'm used to it yeah so eric well-written game i just never seem to well on games you write and i mean i think 520 points for us is well no no this we were a very respectable up, showing up until the third quarter you guys and if the third quarter could have went very differently if you guys would have just no, Simmer, it really couldn't have gone. You had a lot of right answers that you didn't go with and a lot of wrong ones that you went with. <laughs> That's five on five for you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. I'm going to say it one more time, Eric, and you can beat this because it should probably be the episode title when we lose the mind palace <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute we could have the title be the whistle mind palace <laughs> i was i was thinking baby jessica <laughs> no. we, we call that a baby jessica <laughs> you cannot name <laughs> baby jessica you can't do no that. we call that a baby jessica so here's oh. the thing i'm all for the episode titles that are going to offend people because it gets us more hits on google it's <laughs> oh, true. No. From now on, you Google baby Jessica, we're like the eighth thing that comes up, right? <laughs> no, stop, stop, stop. Get yeah, a baby Jessica put on your Tony Amante's pizza. Okay. Now, okay. Can we please oh. move on? Now we're going to, we've reached a new low now. No Give one said anything about meth yet. It's going to. That's later. Babies on pizzas? Oh, Smoking oh, meth? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yes, I think we've meth. gone beyond. That's worse than meth. Yeah. Yeah, on pizza aren't a bad thing. No, it's definitely worse than that. It's definitely worse. Kids don't put babies on pizzas. Or 